podcasting from Brooklyn Bridge Park here, number two. This is the Brooklyn Baritone Podcast. Good morning, everyone. Thank you very much for checking me out. As always, I appreciate the likes, the looks, the listens, and I also would very much appreciate you hitting the subscribe and notification bell on my YouTube channel, Brooklyn Baritone. But of course, as usual, no pressure, no pressure at all. Uh, for you guys who's on YouTube, you can see the video. Uh, it is raining. And for people who are listening on the audio, I'm telling you now, training is bit brisk out here um but it's okay i got my rain glasses on i'm out here to talk to you guys about this thing that's hot and popping because it's a very much coined phrase as of late in headlines called critical race theory what is this thing basically it's activists activists and education uh experts uh that basically are looking at how race affects everything and I see it's rubbing a lot of people the, lo- the wrong way because I totally get the divide of people understanding more and more of what happens to people of color, especially in this country. I've gone over this multiple times on my podcast in the past. And of course, if you just look it up, you will hear it. It's, it's the buzzword for now. And the thing about it, is why it's rubbing people the wrong way is only because it's how and when it's being used right now. So the problem I see with it, or first of all, before we get to the problem with that, is there racism? Yes, there has been racism. And I'm going off of the current modern effects and terms of racism. Uh, Are there still effects of it? Are there still ordinances that were in place? Are there still practices uh, because of racism? Yes, there definitely are. It's a global thing that's gone on. Uh, And the problem is, is that many people have just become more numb to it. Many people have become used to it. That's one of the issues that we always come across, that we normalize a lot of issues, a lot of problems. So when people actually start to kind of speak up about certain things, and if you're not really affected by it or you're used to it, you're going to see it as whining or whatever. But the problem is that it's a problem. It's a problem that's never really been solved. It's been addressed, but not addressed in the right way. It's actually been more addressed in an aggravating manner. And there are a lot of people out there who are not of people of color that don't wish to feel any kind of remorse for it, which I could understand, especially if you were someone who were not racist, you didn't own slaves, you didn't partake in certain activities against people of color. At the same time, you have to understand that much of this world, especially this country, was garnered and catered and tailored to a very much high degree against people of color on the backs of people of color i'm gonna call it what it is it is what it is and that's the whole issue of a problem a lot of people may know there's a problem but a lot of people don't want to discuss that there's a problem and a problem will continue to be a problem unless it is addressed and identified accordingly how do you solve problems it's a three-step process it sounds simple but people make it harder than it needs to be identify that there's a problem most definitely 
a lot of people can't even get to that part. Two, come up with a proper course of action. Now, people may think proper course of action is like, you know, go back to Africa or stop complaining. If you stop talking about it, it'll go away. No, there were laws specifically that were in place. There were practices that are still in place today. There is a lot of uh, taboos, a lot of things that people do. It's just passed on from generation to generation. And many people don't understand why they may feel a way certain towards people, people of color. Uh, you can still see it very prevalent in a lot of forums and a lot of communities where people would probably look at someone like me and probably think like, you know, oh, he's, he's black, he's brown skin. He's probably more prone to be lazy, to be violent, to have a whole bunch of kids all over the place, to not want to work. There are people that still think like that. And it's not just in this country, it's all over the world because I still see it. And, I, and, and it still resonates with me in a negative fashion. So yes, it definitely is the, a, a whole issue against that. You know, we have the whole issue of redlining where, where it was basically common practice in government and real estate to not make sh to make sure that people of color did not get prime choice of real estate. And if they did, they had to pay more, a lot more for, for um, mortgages and the best jobs were not made available. This right here impacts generational wealth. It definitely does because now when certain people of an ethnic background, they have a proper leg up, they get all the choice jobs, they get all the great property somewhere and they have lower rates to pay. You know, by the time someone of color may be able to get a house, they're behind the eight ball. They could probably get to that point and get a home but then now the generation wealth, generational wealth is not there and that is very absent. But at the same time, we have to look at the other side as well, because I could easily go ramble off all of the practices and ordinances because of, of how racism affects people of color and certain ethnic groups, certain ethnic groups, especially the ones that look like me. There's a lot of people that need to govern themselves properly. There's a lot of cats out around around the way that aren't up to any good. A lot of people around the way that just don't have the proper moral standards to not tear their communities down, to leave trash all over the place. Now it's not just people that look like me that do this, this is all over the place. But then at the same time, if you want to make noise and bring about attention to the injustices, which we should always, because we're supposed to be our brother's keeper, don't matter where you come from. If we want to make noise about that and say that um, we're going to have rallies and and what do you call those? Not parades, uh, marches against police brutality, against uh, racial profiling, against racism. We should have all that, but at the same time, make sure our people are moving properly. Parents, you got to make sure your, your your kids are taught properly, man. You can't just have people. Um, just moving any old way and these guys is holding down the corner but none of these guys hold a deed to a building you know why is it that we still always have to feel this tension especially black males when we pass each other in the street sometimes sometimes it's all love sometimes you just see dudes is like why is this cat eyeballing me for this is some things that i had to grow up with you know but at the same time this is one side of the coin where we need to manage ourselves better. People in the community, people in the colored community, that colored community, sorry if that sounded very antiquated and not politically correct, but you understand what I'm saying. At the same note, 
there is always this global, I mean, global systemic movement. And I've said it before, where it was just totally unchallenged for hundreds of years, centuries, okay? The thing with racism, racism goes hand in hand with evolutionary theory. Because that has always been taught hand in hand that certain races or certain parts of species are going to be more dominant. And it's been taught in universities, in textbooks, for generations upon generations upon generations, that black people are just inferior in every single way shape and form now in order for us to combat that to do away with that we're gonna have to find ways to neutralize the hundreds of years of indoctrination and it's exactly what it is we have to look closely at redlining how that has affected people to not get up in a certain manner um you know it's the same thing it's like you look in you look at the native people of australia the aborigines you know, I'm pretty sure they were fine before European conquest. Now, a lot of them are living what you call in segregated areas, what you probably akin to reservations and under education, poor health uh, benefits and options are there. Substance abuse is rampant. Violence is rampant. OK, now you come you could go over to the Native American reservations here in America. Same thing. Substance abuse not that much great education is available not that much great options for uh, health options food included um you know and you could look at what you call the hood the ghetto same things so at the same time there's so much little nuances that i could go on and on about where you would see it in a predominantly minority or people of color neighborhood that you would not see somewhere else you know i get it one side of the coin is like people gotta learn how to, how to take pride and take care of themselves and their environment. At the same time, if you put people in piss poor conditions, let's talk, call it what it is, because these are things that are thought about. I always talk about everything that we see and hear is psychology. All the signs we see, all the products we use is psychology. So then we could take that same psychology and utilize certain types of colors, certain types of structures, certain types of environments to shape and mold people. This is why certain places just look a certain way. Not because it's dirty, it just has a certain color to it, a certain drab to it. And other places look nice and bright and cherry. We, we have to understand, we are so disconnected from the father, we have no idea how to really gauge how the world should be to make us the most optimal human being there is now i get it with the critical race theory people are tired of it but it is a conversation that really needs to be held and have a proper resolve now to knee-jerk reaction everything that is going to make things worse you don't ever have a knee-jerk reaction or you polarize people we have to do it in a proper manner um if anything you know, like even the Tulsa race riot survivors and the successes, the children of them never got a, a proper apology. That's just one good prime example right here in American soil. This is the first military involved aerial bombing it was done on a town of people of color and people have never really gotten uh, a proper apology. They don't even talk about proper reparations about certain things and many other ethnic groups that have gone through certain atrocities from the effects of European colonization or that mindset has been addressed and they've been given reparations. So I don't understand what the problem is. 
But the thing of that, the thing is that I'm getting at is just like we have to have a proper conversation. We have to go about it in the proper manner if we want to get proper results. But to undo centuries and centuries and centuries of miseducation, skewing the laws and ordinances and social practices against people of color and certain ethnic groups, that's going to take a long time to undo, if all, if at all. That's why I always say, follow Elohim, follow Yeshua. Systems of man will almost always be skewed. Unfortunately, it's going to be people who are more interested in making a buck and keeping people oppressed because it's, it's very profitable to make people oppressed and keep people divided. Anyways, that's all I got to say. You could check out the rest of my content on my website. It's www.brooklynbaritone.com. You can also catch more of my content, of course, on my YouTube channel, Brooklyn Baritone. I am also under LinkedIn, under Corey Ashley. I am on Instagram and I am on Facebook. You can catch the audio versions of my podcast on Google Podcasts. What's the other one? Apple, iTunes, Play Store, and Amazon Pop Music under podcasts. I am also broadcasting on local public television in Brooklyn in cable. I air four times a week, 12 a.m. and 2 p.m. on Tuesdays and Thursdays. For you guys on YouTube, the channels are up there in front of you. Um, for you guys who's listening, it's on Verizon, RCN, Spectrum, and online. Thank you very much for listening. I, this is actually longer than I wanted to be. But anyways, I will talk to you guys next week. Be blessed. Walk good. I am out. <laughs>